Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Grown Men Watch Kid Shit. It's me, TJ, and I'm here with the... <laughs> I don't know why he's wearing a hat. You can't see it, everybody. It's the most country hat I've ever seen Jordan wear. <laughs> it's yeah. Jordan. How's it going, it Jordan? Yeah. Uh, blown in the wind at it again with another new friend. New friend. Uh, we have a... Yes, we have... Uh, welcome to the show, Annie. Hi, everybody. Annie! Oh, Thanks yeah, for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Annie. <laughs> so, Annie and I uh, uh, used to work together um for a little bit and i actually told her at one point i was like hey me and my friend have this podcast you should listen to it and she's like fuck you i do what i want and i was like okay and then uh, a couple weeks later she's like hey i listened to your podcast of my own fucking volition and i was like all right cool uh and she uh, uh lo and behold she ended up digging it enough uh and uh now she is uh she is on so so uh annie why don't you tell everyone about yourself Hey, everybody. Um, like I said, thanks for having me. Um, like Jordan said, longtime listener. Um, <laughs> uh, I am a giant, giant movie fan. Um, if I was ever to go back to school on something, it would be on you know film and uh, so probably film history. And so this is just this was just fun to do. Um, and I've always listened to uh, love listening to you guys. So thanks for having me on. I have a question okay. for you, Annie. Yeah. I have, a, I have a couple questions for you, Annie. Um, you know, there's no right answer to this, but there's a right answer. Out no. of the two of us, who's your favorite? You re- you're going to do that right now. <laughs> I, I just want to see how diplomatic her answer will be. <laughs> wow. Right. Oh, I don't pick favorites. See? See, that was, see, Jordan? Annie, kill yeah. me, question the game. Yeah. And uh, you guys but, can't see it, but I just, I, I demurred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Thank God. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so I have a question for you. Okay, so you've always been big into films. What is, like, your go-to Christmas movie? Die Hard. Die Hard? Yeah. I don't, I don't get see, it. Okay. I don't well, get, like, the... I don't get the. It's the action movie thing for me. I like, you know, I get my my love of of pop culture from my mom, but like Mm -hmm. where I like pop culture in terms of movies stems from my dad and like those big 70s, 80s cheesy action flicks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do the other diehards take place around Christmas too, or is it just the first one? The second Just one the does too. I'm pretty sure. Does the second one? Yeah, we may have to Google remember. it, but I think so. I know, I know, I know. With the vengeance, doesn't. And honestly, the first Die Hard and the third one are the ones I've seen the most. Um, I haven't really seen the second one that much. I agree that Die Hard is a Christmas movie because it's it's one of them things where like around this time of year we always here come the memes, here come the. You know what I mean? The posts about how Die Hard's a Christmas movie and things like that. And yeah, I, I agree with that. But I think. Lethal Weapon kind of gets left out of that conversation. Is Lethal and, Weapon a Christmas movie? Yes, sir. And in fact, there are some who argue that Lethal Weapon is 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 more Christmassy than than Die Hard is. But I don't I don't really get into that. 
end of that conversation. But yeah, and I think Lethal Weapon's kind of tricky now because of Mel Gibson, and it's like you don't want to talk about it, but like you do want to talk about it and things like that. But, yeah, I mean, I, um, I'm not gonna like die on a hill about it. You know, it's not right. <laughs> it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm also like a sucker for some of the classics. I mean, growing up, we watched all of those stop motion Christmas movies, which was yeah. that was awesome to grow up on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, I'll still watch Love Actually probably once a year around Christmas time for the the Emma Thompson and the Alan Rickman of it, you know? (laughs) Um, I've actually only seen Love Actually once. It's just one of those, like, persistently stubborn classics that is Mm -hmm. problematic (laughs) in a lot of ways, um, but yet, like, has hung around. I I didn't see Mm -hmm. Elf until last year. Mm. And I was like, eh, okay. Like I feel like I missed like it was just like I missed the timing of it and I was like It was okay. like a real window for yeah. Will Ferrell, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely one you had to be there for, I think. Elf. <laughs> had to be there for it. I had to be there for it. It's like you had to you had to like see it either when it first came into theaters or like you know what I mean, like whenever it first came out on like rental or, or DVD or whatever. But um yeah. Well, we are uh well, I got having any on Annie. Oh, 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 oh. I, got, okay. I lied okay. and said I only okay. had two. I lied. <laughs> yeah, so, right. when you are decorating a tree, today. Mm, I, yeah. you know, I, I ate my oats mm-hmm. this morning. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> What'd you uh, say? What, uh, I, said, yeah. I, I said, I ate my oats. I said, I ate my oats. I know I'm country. Is that a, uh, is, okay? <laughs> um, you make fun of my hat, but you say that shit. Okay, okay look, it, your camo on your head, I can Real still quick, see. I have a question for Annie. What do you think of the camo hat? Is it working? With the hair and beard, yeah. <laughs> I okay. mean, you've got you've okay. always got that vibe, right? And so it can mm-hmm. it can tip like crazy Jesus direction. It could tip like you know Hunter direction. So almost Duck Dynasty. Yeah, you know. <laughs> okay. right. So the hat stays. Continue with your question, sir. Well, okay, my question is: uh, when you decorate your tree, your Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Are you one of those like, oh, your Christmas tree has like a color theme like you see at the department stores? Or are you mm-hmm. one of those like classic ornaments being passed down from family members collected over time sort of people? Well, I have been um, moving around far too much over the <laughs> like since I left home to really have any nice stock of anything in that regard. What the tree that you guys can see behind me on my screen <laughs> um, is, you know, small light up. And it's, I think I went with gold and red this year. So I would definitely say like, I would, I will color theme it for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, beyond that, yeah, there's not much plan to it. It's sitting on top of my portable uh, mm. air conditioner. So <laughs> it's really, you know, pride of place. <laughs> That's a really yeah, yeah. cool tree. Huh? <laughs> wow. Wow. If you never made that joke again, a, that'd be great. A, well, I was going to say it's a cool tree, and then it was like, hey, this is actually on her on her air conditioner. I'm Honey. a colored lights person. What's that? You're, you're a colored lights person? I like colored lights. I don't. I mean, I, I, I like a little bit of like white lights, like on the, on the Christmas tree, like Andy's got it. We have some like white lights around our tree out front, like what, you know what I mean? But well, here, here, the, here, like, I don't like the solid blue lights. For some reason, I, in the house, I can't do the LEDs. Blue. I can't do yeah, like, like the blue. LEDs. They're just <laughs> yeah, yeah. The solid blue and the icicle lights. I'm like, I, I ain't yeah. about it. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Every time I see a Christmas tree that's <clears throat> decorated in like intense, like multicolor, I'm gonna say this, and people are gonna throw stones at me in the streets. If I just think of like 
those 90s sitcoms where it's like someone in a trailer park has a Christmas tree up and it has the multicolored. Like, it just reads. It's like, I don't know I if reads is cheap though. to me. I know. It's Kitchmas. Kitchmas, bro. That's what, that's what we call it. Uh, I, you know I don't know I mean? why. I don't I, Like, something in me is like, no, it must be classy. White lights. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, again, like, white lights. On, I'm talking about, like, mainly, like, uh, like around the house. Like, like if, if, okay. if you're doing, like, white lights around your house, you know what I mean? But, like, have, have like, something to have some kind of, like, color pop in there. But back to trees. See, it's funny because Kim's fucking around. She's wanting to get uh, like a silver tree. See, she know? wants one of them flocked trees or something like them. Fashion yeah, trees. and it's like we can't do that. Like we don't wear fur coats. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we don't. Your house like, isn't out of an episode of the OC. We don't live in we the White yeah. House. <laughs> yeah, we don't have toaster strudels. You know what I mean? Like we we we. we the I like how toaster strudels are your definition of. Of luxury, dude. Toaster strudels are fancy. Pop tarts. That's like the, that's like the every the every person's breakfast. Toaster strudels, like that's like you got time, you got money because you put you the because you put the icing too. on yourself. Yeah, you know your housekeeper does it for you. Come on, I mean, toast. Everyone knows that toaster strudels are like that's like that's like breakfast of the one percenter. Um, but anyway, we're not <laughs> not caviar, not, not like a three minute not, egg. Yeah. <laughs> Toaster strudels. Ca- so here, caviar that's that just shouldn't be eaten. We shouldn't be caviar is delicious. You yeah, know, see I'm that's where you and me. Yeah, we don't. You know, you, you you keep that. You keep that. Caviar is delicious. I see you see you see that Annie how his head kind of bobbed back and forth a little bit when he was, when he was talking about how, how great caviar. <sighs> Anyway, we're not, we're not here to talk about TJ's bougie diet. Uh, we actually have Annie here uh, to talk about uh, a Christmas classic. Um, oh, you know, you, you know, you know. I love you, man. Uh, it's, it's the holidays. You know, I got the I got the holidays. I know. I know. Uh, gotta, we're talking about gotcha. uh, Home Alone, except for this pew, pew, pew. episode is actually 2021's Home Sweet Home Alone. Um, so we'll be focusing on on that one mainly. But uh, we'd be remiss if we did not, did not talk about the franchise. Uh, in general. So I'd like to kind of go around and, and just sort of ask you guys, Annie, we'll start with you since you are, you are the guest here. Um, what's your experience with the home alone franchise uh, growing up? Did have you seen them all? Did you like them? Were they big hits? Anything and everything? Yeah. Um, I definitely saw this movies growing up as a kid, nineties, um, early thousands. And I mean, I've seen the first two um, with uh, Macaulay Culkin you know, as the, the main little kid. And then, um, I skipped, I think I like aged out of them at that point. Mm. (laughs) And so I didn't watch three. I definitely don't even think I was aware that there was a fourth one. And then I had to check with Jordan that this was the fifth one that we were watching. Um, so, you know, three out of five isn't too bad. (laughs) Um, Mm. and, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really often, you know, go back to movies on a, you know, on an annual basis. It's not, it's not something that I definitely have to watch, but it's always good. And, uh, I mean, as we'll talk about, there's parts of, you know, the original Home Alone classic that are just awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a mainstay. I I think for a lot of people, you know I mean? That first Home Alone is, um, is, uh, is pretty seminal. TJ, what about you? I have seen every Home Alone movie. <laughs> every one. Every single last one. I wow. So I was one of those weird kids that like, I'm still a weird kid. I'm one of those people that 
doesn't want to let go of franchises sometimes. Like I watched three uh, Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. I bet you didn't even know that movie existed. That's one with Hulk Hogan, right? Huh? Isn't Hulk Hogan in that one? I don't remember. Because I just remember I made my mom buy it for me on pay-per-view. And so I was so dedicated to the Home Alone franchise that, like, I asked my mom to buy me three and four on pay-per-view as well. So, uh, yeah, so I've seen all the Home Alone movies. Um, For me, I'll say from the jump, like, if I never see three and four again, like, it's a-okay. Life is fine. But, like, the first one... I I like the first one a lot. Uh, the second one, though, I feel is like actively more fun, uh, just because he has to go out into the streets of New York to find an abandoned house to like fuck with these people, and I don't know why, but that's that's really interesting. And Donald Trump is in that movie, and we get to be like, oh, remember when everyone's like, oh, look at this goon, he's he's harmless. Uh, <laughs> And the Tim Curry of that movie is so good. I had it so on good. in the background today, and oh, <laughs> he yeah. just oh, it's <clears throat> he's so good. Yeah, and, mm. and the, the second one I think plays into a lot of rich people politics of like mm. what are the expectations around like tipping these people who probably make a shit ton of money anyway, like the the mistrust in in kids around the wealthy. Um, and the first one feels very much homegrown, but the second one I think speaks to like the lavishness of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And because like the, the family is spending all this money to have this lavish vacation across the other side of the world, uh, when they do come back and it's just like the family together, right? It's like, oh yeah, this is the thing that Christmas is supposed to be. Um, that and the older brother makes like a speech, right? About like, oh yeah, even though Kevin got left behind again, at least he brought us all together and tells the true meaning of Christmas, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, that's mm-hmm. my experience. I like the second one more than I like the first one, although the first one mm-hmm. is still a classic. Um, yeah. Paint can into the head from the top of the stairs never gets old. No. Here's a question, yeah, a genuine think- question for y'all. Do you think huh. that Home Alone is what primed our generation to like ingest things like jackass? <laughs> the prank, oh. you know, I mean, yeah. you know, putting together a maze of it all. <laughs> <laughs> a, a death maze as it I don't know. Yeah, I think well I think I think Home Alone definitely like inspired like the Saw movies. But I mean, you think I don't, Home Alone inspired I don't know. Saw? Oh, bro, don't try to tell me that Jigsaw ain't Kevin McAllister all grown up. Um, that's. I mean, no, as I, we I, find I, out in this fifth movie, Kevin is still pranking Buzz. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't try to. Very true. He's like, Happy, uh, Merry Christmas, Buzz. I want to play a game. Shit. Like <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I don't know, dude. I mean, you know, it's it slapstick stuff. I mean, I, I think, I think, you know, we've all found, um, what, what, what is, what is that? What is it? What is that saying? When your friends fall, you laugh. When your phone falls, you panic, you know? And oh, like, shot I think we've all hardcore, found, but like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kevin McAllister is kind of that. a sociopath though. Well, and did you notice that this movie, the fifth movie was rated PG for slapstick violence? Mm-hmm. Which some yeah. of this violence, I was like, no, he's trying to kill people. <laughs> yeah, no, those this pool balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we're oh, getting no, ahead was... of ourselves. No, you're fi- <laughs> like, but uh, even yeah. thinking about to the first and second one, like 
in the second one, mm-hmm. Annie, you can you can attest to this because you had it on in the background today. He shocks a dude with like high voltage in the basement of this abandoned mm-hmm. house. Like, this is murder. Yeah. yeah, and how does this kid know how to do any of this? How does it occur? Know. It's it feels like Stewie and Family Guy. Like yeah. I think I think <laughs> I think it's because he's British. And that's why, you know, there's it's just like with Stewie. It's it's they, they made a choice and it's like, you know, you but say Kevin, you what know, about Kevin McAllister though? Like because he's blonde. That's just I mean, like no, child I, ingenuity, right? <laughs> it's childlike yeah, ingenuity. I think, well, well, I th- I, th- I think the original Home Alone, yeah, it's it, you know, they, they, well, they did a good job of like setting up like all these things are like fucked up with the house, or there's all these things that can come into play like a little bit later. And I, yeah, I, I think that's just like child, and like you say, Andy, just child ingenuity, and just like you know, I don't know, we were we were a lot more limber back then. You know, and I just think he just said kinda, limber. You know, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He could he could zip line from one thing one thing to another. Here's the thing: I love the first Home Alone. I absolutely love it. I hate that this is a franchise, and I don't understand it. I don't understand. It's, it's it's just just as I I see as I uh, view um, Ghostbusters and TJ and I have talked about this before. Like I love the first installment of mm-hmm. of both franchises, but I don't get like why this continued to be a thing. You know, I um, think it's how many times can you have parents? I don't know. How many times can you have parents like forget their kid? Like how many times, you know, can kids be left? Yeah. I mean, it's a really large uh, conceit of the movie, right? It's a really large (laughs) suspension of disbelief in that regard. Um, Because at the end of the day, it just turns into bad parenting. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I I will say in in the third movie, if I remember correctly, like he's not left home alone for like a long period of time. Like the third one happens in the middle of the day, (laughs) right? And someone's trying to break into his house in the middle of the day. And I was like, okay, I can get behind this because like, just like hours alone. Yeah, like, but he's okay. a latchkey kid, right? And I'm all like, okay, I can I can dig this sort of idea of like, I, I'm home in the middle of the day. My parents aren't going to be home for hours. I gotta, you know, I gotta do something. Mm-hmm. I feel that to some degree. That being yeah. said, I think you're right in the fact that that it's it's kind of like you know how when movies age, at first you're like, oh man, that would be sweet to be left home alone. But by the time I got to this movie, I was all like. Man, his mom is a terrible mother for like dismissing him and then not looking for him for 12 plus hours. Right. Right. That's yeah, this me, this one <laughs> this one and the other ones like the one so I like you Annie, I've only I've only seen the first one and the second one. I think maybe bits and pieces of of 3, but that was during the lost years, so we don't really talk about those a lot. And then and then now this one um, the first one still to this day, to this day, like hits in the end when she comes home and it's like, and then uh, old man, whatever his old, whatever his name was, um, uh, uh, I have his name written down here, but I'll, I'll get to that later. But old, the, the, the old man, you know, that with his daughter, like that stuff just kind of just hit the pigeon lady didn't hit as much, I think, as they wanted it to the emotional, you know, moments didn't, didn't really hit as, as much in this newer one. And it's like, how I feel like every single subsequent film and and reboot, whatever you want to call it, it's like it's just unnecessary. You know what I mean? Like that's, like the first that's one. The word I would use. None of this yeah. felt necessary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like we'll get into it a little bit more later when we talk about like the actual movie. But it's like the first Home Alone. I think is a 
is undeniably a classic. Uh, so much uh, a classic. Was it? Well, I was going to well, con- continue so much a classic that. That there's actually the a list of fun facts that I have, but we can get to that later. No, okay. One quick question. How much do you mm-hmm. think the first two Home Alones was us riding purely on the Macaulay Culkin train? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I like, between this... My Girl, uh, uh, what's that movie where Macaulay Culkin was, like, the, the crazy murderous child? The Good, the good Son. The Good Son, yes. See, and the Home Alone movies are the only Macaulay Culkin movies that I've seen. I haven't seen My Girl. Mm. I haven't seen, like, any of those other ones. So, um, My Girl will tear your heart out. (laughs) This is my only reference for him. (laughs) My Girl will tear your fucking heart out. That movie, we did that movie. That movie fucked me up again. Um, yeah, that was, I actually called my mom and I was like, "Why'd you let us watch that?" Yeah, <laughs> he can't see, you know. And here's that's the like thing: watching that's like watching Watership Down, that animated Watership yeah. Down, and getting like those rabbits dying. <laughs> see, I didn't see that. Be- I, I didn't see that because I don't understand the correlation between a watership and rabbits. And I was like, "Fuck it, this I don't understand it," so I refused. You know, <laughs> but with, with with but I have heard that that's like really fucking really fucking sad. But I, I think with Home Alone and My Girl, I know we're kind of segueing, but fuck it, who gives a shit? Uh, is that um, we just got done seeing this dude rough up, you know, a good fella and you know whatever tall drink of water, whoever that whoever that dude was. Dan, I know Daniel Stewart, but like we you know we got we just got we just got done seeing this kid and like yeah man, you thirsty for more and ah and all, all these kinds of things, and then to watch him die and then somewhere in there we watched him like try to kill elijah wood and then die again being yeah remember that little sophie's choice moment where with the mom she's like i don't know which one to pull up you know what i mean and she yeah, lets and, him and we're all like drown the evil child yeah so macaulay culkin effectively <laughs> fucked with all of our emotions like our entire our entire generation like our emotions were fucked with by macaulay culkin we yeah. rooted for him, we feared him, and we felt really sad for him. You know, and then and then what happened? He just kind of he just kind of imploded, went away. He just went. He's like, my work here is done. <laughs> you know what I mean? He just kind of like backed off. And um, yeah, man, it's but yeah, my girl, my girl will fuck you up. So I, I can't rightly recommend that. I mean, if you know what happens, I think I think having the knowledge is enough. But yeah, you don't need to you don't need to go seek that shit out uh, for your for yourself. I will um, add, I don't know if um, in your fun facts, Jordan, uh, you're hmm. going to talk about the score at all. I do have a, a fun side story about... No, uh, I'm not, but yeah. <laughs> about getting to see the original Home Alone movie, if it's a uh, good time to share at any point. Of course, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Okay, well, um, yeah, so when I was living in Nashville, I got, um, I was gifted tickets to go see a series of... Um, movie renditions at the Shermerhorn uh, Symphony uh, downtown, and so what they do is they you know they screen the whole movie up on a on a big screen in the middle of the hall, and the symphony mm-hmm. symphony's underneath it, and they play the score in live time um, while you watch the movie with a giant crowd of people. And so I got to watch this Christmas. 
2019 um, before <laughs> the world went to hell, and uh, <laughs> it was it was pretty magical. Um, John Hughes does the that original score, um, or not John Hughes? Excuse me, John Hughes directs. John Williams mm-hmm. does uh, the original score, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's just as good as you want it to be. Wow. Did you notice that they messed up the own Home Alone theme in this in this fifth one? Was well, I, I, was yeah, they get, I wondered they get like if a it trap was remix. Like, <laughs> yeah, I wondered if it was like a rights thing where Probably. you know how like all of the different Star Wars permutations mm-hmm. have had their own riff on the the theme light motif or whatever. Mm-hmm. I wondered yeah. if that was what this fifth one was doing because I knew I noticed that as well. I was like that. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't a good. Yeah. It wasn't a good riff. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was uh, definitely an odd an odd syncopation uh, to be to be sure. See, I might not eat caviar, but I, I talk about syncopation. You don't eat that syncopation. Um, yeah. Um, well, that's awesome because like the music did did they do that? Yeah, like that. That's swelling. Yeah, that's swelling. The whole way through. Um, it was it was beautiful. It was really beautiful. One of the best That's gifts thing, I was ever give, uh, given. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's one thing we don't talk about a lot when we talk about Home Alone is like how fucking fire the score is. That music and is to really be able, fire. That, that music yeah. is like mischievous Christmas. It is. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. all it's, you can't, <laughs> the listeners can't hear it, but I'm like <laughs> up here with it, <laughs> dancing around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jordan, what facts you got so, for us? Yeah, I thought it'd be kind of cool, you know, talking about this movie and, um, you know, kind of have a list of, of, of cool facts here. So I'm going to share these uh, with you guys, um, just some kind of things that I found. Um, and if you guys heard this already or, or know these things, chime in anytime you want. Listeners, uh, you can chime in, but we can't fucking hear you. Um, so um, first one I have, uh, John Hughes, uh, like there would be no Home Alone without uh, Uncle Buck. So John Hughes came up with the idea for this movie. Uh, with Uncle Buck, which stars John Candy, also features uh, Macaulay Culkin. And there's actually a nod to it uh, in this movie um, with – because in Uncle Buck, Macaulay Culkin talks to uh, uh, Candy through the little mail slot. Uh, and mm-hmm. then there's a nod to that uh, in, uh, in in the original Home Alone, not the movie that this episode's on, unfortunately, but the <laughs> but the original uh, Home Alone. This this one was a sweet one. So so the picture of Buzz's girlfriend is actually a boy. Um, uh, Chris Columbus, who directed the original Home Alone, thought it was too mean to like make fun of an actual girl like that. So they got like a, a male actor and and put him in a in a dress and a wig and all that kind of stuff. So. I don't know. Uh, the tarantula was real, not animatronic. A lot of people think the tarantula was animatronic or added in uh, later. Through, I, I had someone once tell me that the tarantula that crawls across uh, Marv's face. I had someone uh, 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 tell me that the tarantula was CGI, and it's like, bro, if it was, this was like pre Mortal Kombat CGI. If that yeah, was CGI, they that they tarantula would have jacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was an actual, an actual uh, tarantula. So Macaulay Culkin's brother, Kieran Culkin. Uh, plays uh, 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 the kid who like wets his bed all the time. Um, That's right. Fuller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now featured on uh, on that HBO show Succession, which I haven't seen. Anyone seen Succession? You y'all watch Succession? I have not yet. I've been told I need to, but also, you know, when people I, tell you that you need to see a show enough, you're like, yeah. I don't want to see it now. 
I mean, I'll say it. It it all it just reads on the on the surface of like you know more white people problems. <laughs> that's what yeah. it. Rich white yeah. people problems is what that looks like to me. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why. Fair. Like, that's I couldn't fair. get down. I couldn't get down with um. Uh, what's that fucking show with with uh, Witherspoon? Uh, Big Little Lies. Is that what mm. it is? Because I was like, I don't care about these socialites, and who gives a shit if they murdered somebody? Like, you know, yeah, I, I didn't watch I that one care. either. <laughs> yeah, Succession to me, that's like that's like this like like this year's like Mad Men. You know what I mean? Mad Men was like mm. apparently everyone was like, oh, it's a great show, but like nobody watched it. I feel like Succession is kind of a lot like that. No offense if you're in Succession or involved in Succession, you're listening. Uh, your show is great and happy holidays. Um, <laughs> this one, this one's not surprising. Joe Pesci had a really hard time not swearing on set. Um, what Joe Pesci? Yeah, yeah. Joe Pesci. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Um, so much so that Chris Chris Columbus like had to pull him aside. He's like, he's like, bro, like just like say fudge, um, you know. And 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 additionally, Joe Pesci refused uh, to be. Um, with Macaulay Culkin, like uh, other than like, like on set, he distanced himself from, from Macaulay Culkin to kind of, I guess, I guess that was a little bit more method. Create that mystique of like, like a, I am a bad guy or. Yeah. 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 And then both Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern did ha- they had no faith in the movie whatsoever. They're like, this they is going to fail. This is, yeah. This is going to fucking tank. Cause Joe <laughs> Pesci was actually the third in line for, uh, for the role of Harry. It was first where offered was to this Robert in, De- Sorry, where was this in Pesci's career? Like, uh, so was this, this, is, this, I mean. This was 90. This was like, this was like right after, like right after Goodfellas. Okay. Because yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, has he done a kid's movie before? <laughs> no, no. And that's what, you know what I mean? So it, it was offered to Robert De Niro first. Robert oh, De Niro wow. turned it down. Then they went. This is what I find so funny. They went from from Robert De Niro to John Lovitz. Like that's, do you know what I mean? And, and they then John Lovitz, somebody. Yeah, John Lovitz turned it down, and somehow Joe Pesci, you know, what I mean, did this. Which like Joe Pesci, I'm gonna like his his family outings or his like more like you know I guess family friendly or you know PG PG thirteen outings. Like I, I I like the movie Gone Fishing, the one we did with um, with. Uh, uh, the fuck's his name? Why am I blanking on his name? Um, I ain't never heard uh, of that movie to save my life. If someone said, "Give um, me the plot," Don, of uh, 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 Glover, not Donald Glover, Daniel Dan Dan Glover, Dan Glover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, have been have been pretty successful, but yeah, they didn't have any faith in this one uh, at all. Which, for some reason, uh, you know, uh, is this movie is also wildly successful in Poland. Um, of all places. I mean, the movie was very successful uh, 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 everywhere, but Poland fucking loves Home Alone. Uh, so much so that they have a TV network called Polestar uh, TV. Uh, and in uh, 2010, uh, they did not um, they did not include it in their Christmas movie lineup. Uh, and people protested. Um, it was, they like stood outside of the, of the station. And what like picketed? Yeah, no, it was it was it was a big thing. Like they fucking love this movie in Poland, um, which you know I don't know. Um, the real McAllister house uh, sold mm-hmm. for over one point five million dollars, um, and the McAllister house that was used for uh, exterior uh, shots only. Um, John Candy's scene was almost entirely improvised, um, which hmm. is kind of like the John Hughes way. 
of Mick. Granted, he didn't direct this, uh, but he he produced it and he wrote it. Um, mm, but, gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then Joe Pesci actually in the scene where 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 Harry bites uh, uh, Culkin's fingers, Joe Pesci actually actually bit that kid. <laughs> like actually, actually, like put fingers like actually bit that motherfucker like like didn't <laughs> like could you I, 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 I mean he 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 bit him he 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 broke his he bit skin a child he broke no child. he broke his skin and Macaulay Culkin still has a scar on his finger to this day from where Joe Pesci uh, uh, took a chunk out yeah he given given it all for your art I mean um, there are worse people to be bit by I'll say that <laughs> um. I'll say that. Uh, the flooded <laughs> uh, Well, Robert De Niro and John Lovitz are two. Um, Could you imagine so, the tone of a John Lovitz Home Alone movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be that all the fucking time. Every time, like it's you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, you know who man. I want to see is Harry now, huh? Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Gilbert yeah. Godfrey and French Stewart. Movie <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh the Gilbert Godfrey who has like the largest, like the loudest voice in French Stewart. French Stewart always looks like, oh hey, man, what are you? you know, always has like his eyes <laughs> closed and stuff. Listeners couldn't see that. I closed my eyes. Oh. Anyway, um, <laughs> Uh, this is one th- y'all y'all probably know this, but I think there are listeners out here who 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 who, who don't know this. Um, the movie that that, that uh, Col- uh, Macaulay Culkin is watching is not real. Okay, the one no, where he's like, not, "Hey, yeah. snakes!" Yeah, no, the movie uh, that he watches is called Angels with Filthy Souls, which is obviously a play on the Bogart movie, Angels with Dirty Faces. But yeah, no, you cannot go find a movie where that uh, where that actor is. Uh, Merry is Christmas, you filthy animal. Thanks, buddy. Uh, there's a there's a secret swear word in the movie that got left in on accident. Uh, editors didn't catch it. Uh, it's a scene where Marv is trying to sneak in through the dog door and he drops his shoe, and you hear it really quick. He says "shit" um, is the uh, is the word. It's like whispered, like "shit," you know. And then, uh, but yeah, they didn't they didn't catch it. Uh, Old Man Marley, that's his name. Told you I was going to get to it. Uh, Old Man Marley was originally not uh, in the movie, right? Um, which is kind of kind of hard to believe, uh, but Christopher Columbus read the script and he's like, "Yeah, it's funny, but it needs more heart." So they added this. Uh, uh, it's not really. I wouldn't even call it a subplot. I mean, it's like a sub subplot, maybe. Um, but yeah, so they added the character of uh, Old Man Marley in there to kind of give the film uh, some heart. Um, which, by God, it it it's it, it succeeded. That moment where like he's hugging his daughter and he's waving, you know what I mean? I was like, that is that is like that's fucking cool, you know. Um, yeah, I like that. It's I like that. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Macaulay Culkin had a stunt double. Macaulay Culkin had a stunt double who was uh, he was valuable at tarantula. that point in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Macaulay Culkin's stunt, stunt double was actually a a thirty year old man uh, who was who was really short. Um, yeah. Uh, his name was, uh, Larry Nicholas. Uh, the iconic screen, you know, the, the Edward Munich screen was an accident. Uh, Macaulay Culkin was supposed to pull his hands away from his face. Uh, but he was a dumbass and forgot. So they, so, uh, left it on his, uh, left his hands on his face and, uh, and yeah. Um, and then, uh, Daniel Stern, um, 
actually stepped on the ornaments and hurt his feet pretty fucking bad. When he when Marv steps on the ornaments, that was that that was real. So we're gonna have him step on real ornaments, and we're gonna put a real tarantula going across his face. Uh, I thought that was. Uh, He's pulling a Jackie Chan good. doing the real stunts. No, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Like and then which, uh, uh, last, real, real quick, Jordan, before 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 huh. you give your last one, if anyone wants to see a really badass stunt from Jackie Chan, watch Legend of the Drunken Master, the second one. Because <laughs> he he throws himself into a hot bed of on fire coals and he had to do it twice because they didn't get it the first time. They made more of those drunken master movies? Yeah, they made two. He has an original one from like the late eighty, uh, from like the early eighties, and then he remade it in the nineties, and it's so oh, good. See, I only knew about the nineties one. I didn't know about the eighties one. The nineties one is fantastic. Mm. Cool. Um, the last one, uh, uh, Kevin's older sister, uh, Hillary Wolf. Um, her name's not Hillary Wolf in the movie. I can't remember. What it is. She's the one who's sitting on the green chair and fucking around with Buzz. Um, she's uh, she's a she's a world judo champion. And she actually represented uh, the United States in the uh, 1996 and the 2000 uh, Summer Olympics uh, in judo. In so, what? Um, judo. Which oh, is she like, Judy Chaps? Yeah, it's, it's karate for people who eat caviar and toaster strudels. Oh, um, come on. Come on. So, yeah, uh, those, were, those were some Home Alone fun facts. Um, hopefully you learned something. And if not, well... Uh, sorry, we're on um, break. Um, we're not um, supposed um, to learn. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you guys are on break. I've still got a week left. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I'm tech. I have. I teach one more class tomorrow, and then I am d- done until I have to grade. So, yeah, which is Boop. yeah. Speaking of break, before we go to break and get our drinks, y'all want to hear something fucked up about me? Um, my feet, my feet are itching like a son of a bitch because I made the mistake of decorating the front yard for Christmas with flip flops. See, I stepped, I stepped you are in an such a bed. dad. I swear to I God. Stepped, why, I stepped why, in why do men bed. have children? Motherfucker, I'm, I'm in pain. I, you know what got to keep me all down? Listen, let me, let me tell you what's going on. That their feet are no longer my in aunt, need of protection. Why aunt, is it? That grown ass men my shit who up. are supposed to teach the future of America the way to live decide I'm gonna do outdoor chores and flip flops. It has never made sense. Uh, to was, me. It will never make sense. I was just stringing. I was stringing lights and putting them. I don't care. Out, you know You're I mean? going outside. You don't know what's out there. There could be hypodermic needles in your front yard for somebody. Mm-hmm. I ain't saying you doing it, but all of a sudden you're gonna walk outside what with no shoes on. What do you think on? I live in? You think there's? <laughs> you think I live in? What, what what do you think this is? Do you think there's like broken glass? You think this is Russia? Like like no, like the I don't the, think that this is Russia. And Russia does not have hypodermic needles in their front yard. What I do think, what I do think is that it is important for people to always wear closed toe shoes if they're doing any sort of activity outside, period, end of story. But you up here, your feet itchy because you couldn't put some closed toe shoes on. Get get a pair of crocs. Them 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 Johns is ugly as hell. But you know what? Put them on. Protect the feet. Ants can still get in those little holes, though. Well, then it sounds like you need a pair of tennies. Mm-hmm. You ain't got see, no kicks. You see, what, 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 welcome to the show, Annie. You see how he does? Oh, see I'm loving does? it. You can, I'm yeah, loving you it. can call him and be like, hey, man, I'm heartbroken. Well, let, let me, what you should have done is... But, it's like, <laughs> that is not true. That is absolutely your heart, true. That is if your heart is broken, true. that means you didn't do that to yourself. And I'm going, listen, I'm going to take I, it all in. If, I'm going to be a shoulder for you to lean on. But your ass, like, hey, your hey, grown TJ, ass decided to walk I'm outside... 
I'm calling you with Go my ahead. left arm because my right arm got chopped off in a fucking. He's like, "What you need to see? Grown men, you got kids, and you got it, it's this, it's this, it's the, it's it's not the clap. It's like the knuckles in the palm. You know what I mean? That like, it, it, it. I don't know what what it is you're trying to do with that. Baby. Annie, Annie, um, I'm gonna yes. ask you this question. I'm gonna leave it at this before we go to break. <laughs> Let's say you and your partner, whoever they are, future partner, great. You're there for it. They go outside to do any sort of work. And they have three options of shoes that you could that you could offer them. One of them is a dress shoe. We know we ain't going to go with that one because we don't want to mess up the good shoes. One of them's a sandal. The other one's a nice, secure, closed-toed thing that they could lace up. Which one would you pick for them? Which one would you pick? Well... <laughs> I would not pick for my partner. I would What assume, if they asked you to? Oh, gosh. Well, if I had to pick, I would put on closed-toed shoes. <laughs> okay. That's all I needed to know. That's all I needed to know. That's all I needed to know. However, my partner can make up their own mind. Should they choose to put on flip-flops, I'm within my right to then laugh at them when they get bit by fire. So, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Man, listen, both of y'all are going to get visited by three ghosts tonight. Oh, three and, ghosts? And, and, I bet you they all going to have closed toe shoes on. Nah, man, that no. was last week. That was last yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, fine. Right. Fuck it. My feet are fine. You know what I mean? Like I didn't say they were you know, fine. No, fine. I'm sad they're that fine. your feet is itchy. I'm just saying. Don't lie. Don't lie and say <laughs> I am sad. I can be sad like for you. That. You're, like that. you're like that crane game who apologizes when you lose. It's like, you're not fucking sorry. <laughs> I'm you know sad I mean? that your feet put- is itchy. I'm also mm. sad that you didn't make better choices. Well, I'm saying I'm going to make better choices. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you didn't let me finish. You know, I was going to use this as a, I was going to use this as a as a moment. I was going to say, so listeners, if you're wearing flip flop, you know what I mean? But you 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 took it from me. So. I'll just I'll I'll you tell you what I I'll get my itchy feet and I'll go downstairs and I'll grab I'll grab a, a beverage for this and then we will we will get through the plot of Home Sweet Home Alone listeners unless you are driving um, or you know breaking fending off your house. house yeah or breaking breaking into someone's house or fending off your house from a break in I mean we're flattered that you're listening to us in the <laughs> middle of that like crisis situation <laughs> who we knows we well could be. be we could be calming. We very yeah. We could. You're right, Annie. Yeah, we could be calming, or we could like we could. Dude, have you ever thought we could be the last thing someone hears? You know what okay, I mean? Like that's you gotta morbid. keep this shit. <laughs> but, that's uh, morbid. I don't, you know, hopefully we're not. I never want to be. I never want to be someone's deathbed audio. That's nothing. I absolutely. I do not want you as my deathbed audio either. Absolutely. Just um, somebody going. So, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, hey, man, we're going to get our drinks. We'll be right back. No. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, we're going to get our drinks. Uh, we will We will be right back unless you're driving or, yeah, uh, feel free to join us. And, um, yeah, see you all back here momentarily. We'll be right back. Bye. All right, and we are back. Annie, how was your trip to your fridge? It was good. I walked about 10 feet away and came back. Um, and I am drinking, I have the same thing TJ had last week, Victory Brewing, Merry Monkey. So mm. I'm going to have a good time with that. It'll um, fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll be, be a good time. It's, and oh, yeah. to pair it, I have a nice glass of Diet Coke 
in a red wine glass <laughs> because that's the kind of classy okay. I am. <laughs> so you waited, you held that glass up, and I was like, that's a shitload of wine. <laughs> I no, thought that's, she was going in. No, this, yeah. would be, this would be some real classy Diet Coke. <laughs> yeah. She's All like, right. it's the so beginning you, of the week. I'm getting ready. It's time to go. <laughs> right. Do you drink, do you drink, do you take a little bit of the beer and then and then you, you chase it with the Coke or, or, or oh, no. do you wait till no. the beer's finished and then you go to the Coke? It's just kind of whatever I'm feeling in the moment. Oh, okay. okay. Chaos. Pure chaos. She ain't got no system. Yeah. <laughs> she cannot be tamed. She's I'm uh, not, what is you it? know, I'm Chaotic not actively good. mixing, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do y'all remember, speaking of Coke mixed with shit that shouldn't be, do y'all remember that uh, Coke mixed with coffee that came out a while back? No. Oh, I don't because little, I avoid coffee little, like it's same. the plague. Yeah. But like, oh, you got you are aware that there's a drink called coffee, and you've probably seen coffee shit, right? You you don't George, remember seeing what you that drinking? stuff. I, I, at this point, I don't even care how your trip to the fridge was. Drinking, what are you drinking? I am drinking. Leave me alone, gosh. Uh, no, I'm drinking. Um, this is from Tufts Brewery. This is uh, Ugly Sweater Holiday Spice. Um, each can looks like an ugly sweater. This one has a bunch of reindeer leaping and one of them uh, has fallen over it's fancy because it has that little chart on it you know what i mean where it tells you like mm. the body and the roast and the color and all that kind of stuff but yeah uh and then uh i also have uh this is like probably a finger and a half of uh of uh jim beam that's uh, how you know it's rough he it got a finger like, yeah finger. yeah the ice cube that big ice cube makes it look a lot a lot bigger uh, than it really is uh but yeah what about you what do you got I am drinking uh, Fatheads Brewery Holly Jolly Christmas Ale, which has no, it's uh, it says spice up your holiday. It has some notes of like uh, so I forgot what it has because I threw away the, the 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 box, but it says on the can <laughs> on the can it says brewed with spices and honey. And don't give me that look, Jordan. Like like this fool going go into what the bit has. Spices and honey, though. That's okay. Um, it is not ten percent. Although I will let listeners know this, it's it's seven point five percent. Still all up there. Still all mm-hmm. up there. And this yeah. is my third beer for the night. So we good. Right. Feeling good. Feeling great. Um, We're good. We're good. Uh, well, also, hey, cheers, I, everybody. <clears throat> cheers, cheers, cheers. Man. Also, want to say I almost oh, decided to go with eggnog <laughs> tonight. I love eggnog. See, egg, eggnog is really good. I remember uh, chugging a quart of that shit uh, before a basketball game in high school. Um, <gasps> I oh. vomited all over the – yeah, yeah. Because I played center and I was like – So oh, you were plug. running. No, no. Uh, I mean I just – you know, I just – I'm running. I stand. You know what I mean? Like center is not, not, not the most true. active. You unless you're forward, like Christoph yeah. Porzingis or something like that. But yeah. And I was well, just like – What? Yeah. <laughs> you just – I like the way you're telling yourself. You like statute of limitations, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> no. But for the eggnog that I bought, it is stronger than I remember it being, and um, it might have also been because, like, that's how I started my day yesterday. I was like, "It's the weekend. I can have an eggnog first thing." You started your day with eggnog. I did. Oh, you I did. did. Oh. I know people. Who, I mean, you wouldn't because you don't drink coffee. But but I know people who put it in their coffee in the morning around, around this time of year. I know people who put it in their coffee as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just took it straight to the head, and let me tell you, I was like, "Ooh, I have not eaten enough nor ingested enough mm-hmm. uh, water for this to be a good idea." 
Oh yeah. yeah. You can always feel it when it hits your stomach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Annie, are you a big eggnog person? No, no. Um, I honestly don't even know if I've ever had, you know, quality eggnog to tell you, you know, anything mm. about it. So. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> I just remember watching, this is before I had eggnog. I remember watching Christmas Vacation. Y'all, do y'all like Christmas Vacation? I love Christmas Vacation. When when he's just like down in that eggnog in that fucking Wally World Cup, and I remember being as a kid, be like, "Man, that shit looks good," you know. Like I don't know what it is. And then you find Whatever out it's like drinking. milky, creamy eggs, and then I and I yeah. just kind of got grossed out by it, and I don't think I've ever mm-hmm. recovered. Well, the stuff There's I some... buy is, is directly from the liquor store, and I will say it does bother me that it is sh- uh, shelf safe until Ooh. you open it. Ooh. So. <laughs> It is not in the cooler section of the of the fine wine and good spirits. So you're drinking like room temperature. No, it's warm. in the fridge. It's in the fridge. But I mean, like you could, when you buy it, is does it say? And do they tell you like, hey, refrigerate this shit before you drink it? Or no. Do they not give? Do they not care? I don't care. Man, room temperature eggnog. That's some. That see, that's some fear factor shit. I remember. You know what I mean? Like drink, drink this. I do. Wow. That's like she that's like, like you're you asking for salmonella. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I think I'm immune yeah. at this point. I used to like lick raw chicken when I was a kid. Uh, <laughs> are you going to expand on that? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the movie. Let's talk about like. Hold on. Like, <laughs> no, my mom would be like, season, my mom would be like, season the chicken so I can. So the way I used to season chicken, I used to clean out the sink. With your goddamn tongue. <laughs> I used, to, I used to clean out the sink and I used to put the spices in different corners of the sink and I would just roll it around in the sink and then to taste it to make sure that it tasted okay I would take one and I'd look at it a little bit first of all you were rolling chicken around in a sink a clean sink <laughs> allegedly yeah he's just saying that because his mom's probably listening you know what I mean he's like hey don't worry <laughs> and so yeah i'd be like this is how i season the chicken so i taste wow. it a little bit so you know all TJ right chicken liquor what they call them wow tj chicken liquor that's yeah. life according to tj guys <laughs> yeah yeah but y'all hey don't guys raw i licked raw chicken and my life yeah. is kind of strange <laughs> i like raw chicken and i have a podcast you can do it too you know, yeah, I, <laughs> oh man well, so was that a habit you had to break? <laughs> Let's talk about this movie. I didn't have to break I'm, the no, habit I'm, I'm, of licking raw chicken. Like, did you have no. to like lick other things? You know how some people like they're addicted to cigarettes and it they start chewing smoking. gum. I didn't have to replace it with anything. But did no, you I like just... lick like walls? <laughs> did you... No, it's just like one day where they're like, it's you know, it's kind of like that time that you realize, oh, this could kill a motherfucker. I should stop. That's that's what happened in my brain. Wow. Well, hey, how long did that take? You know what? <laughs> yeah, right. Too long. I will admit, it took too long for me to not lick raw chicken. But here I am. I'm alive and well. My insides are great. So they're probably like, you know, an iron vault in there. Like your stomach can probably take anything at this point. Yeah. I drank bleach yeah. on accident by one at one point. So how do you drink bleach by accident? We had a party, and, my, and we used to have one of those giant like like football field Gatorade containers, right? 
And so mm-hmm. that's where we mixed all the Kool-Aid for the party. And so I woke up the next morning, not knowing my mom had dumped it all, had already emptied it out. Okay, that that kind of that kind of scared me. So as Kim, I have to finish something real quick. I need to tell them how I drank bleach on accident. He drank bleach. What? He he used to lick chickens and. Oh, I knew that. What a what a part of the pod to come in on. I know, right? Yeah. (laughs) What a time to be alive. My mom had cleaned out the container where all the Kool-Aid was for the party, and I woke up the next morning, not thinking anything of it, took my little happy, like, Pocahontas cup directly to the spigot of this mm -hmm, container, mm -hmm. and then, like, you know, poured some in, tossed some back, and I was like, why does it burn? And (laughs) and I called my mom, and she was already at work, and she was like, I said, Mom, I drank some Kool-Aid, and it burned. She was like, bruh, that's not Kool-Aid. Vomit now. <laughs> See, She's like, and, how do you and, feel? And, I was like, I'm, I'm all an, right. And I'm an idiot for just putting flip-flops to go out in front of my front. I yard. was not a grown-ass man. Okay, Kim, <laughs> what's your trivia? Because Jordan trying to debate me on this. I just, I mean, like, because you got to put the, the cup to your mouth. Do not immediately smell the bleach? I was thirsty, and I was like eight. Mm-hmm. All right, let's continue. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. No, no, that checks out. That checks out. Who's ready for trivia? Uh, real quick, Kim, you remember Annie? Right? I do remember Annie. Hey, it's good to see you. We like wave to each other, um, oh, but that was all visual. Yeah, we have to we have to make sure that we uh, placate the uh, listeners. Rest assured. Oh yeah, I have to Annie remember. I can't just like nod. <laughs> <laughs> not, not yet. Hint, hint. We, we nudge, nudge. Possible season three stuff. Maybe not. Who knows? But yeah, uh-huh. as of right now. As of right now, come on, let's go. Home sweet home Alabama. I mean, alone. All right, we're going to do ladies first. Annie, Pete Holmes is in this as an overwhelmed Uncle Blake who could have really used the buddy system to make sure all those kids got in the Ubers. But do you know how many stand-up specials Pete has played as himself? So how many specials has he put out according to his Wikipedia page? A, four. B, five, or C, six. <laughs> um, B, five. And four. <laughs> One of them is called, like, Nice Try the Devil or something like that. No They're idea. I, I have never watched any of that man's <gasps> uh, stand-up specials. Oh, they're very funny. He's very funny. So everybody's homework assignment, go watch Pete Holmes. Doesn't he have like a? Oh, sorry, never mind. That's <laughs> no, a question. I was going to say, doesn't I, I, Pete Holmes have like a religious element to his personality? Yes, yes that a, would explain uh, why I haven't watched it. <laughs> I have the face of a Christian camp counselor vibe. Mm, uh, mm. I, I don't know. I've never gotten a. Are you talking about well, like? I, does he put like religion in his in his act? I've never. I haven't I watched all of this had, stuff. I, I could be completely thinking of a different mm. comedian in terms of no. See, like I just I, I Wikipedia'd his ass just just now, and it's it you know <laughs> musings on yeah. musings on spirituality and religion. So yeah, no, I'm I'm yeah, that's why I didn't yeah. listen to it. <laughs> but it's funny musings. So, <laughs> mm. T 
TJ. Mm-hmm. Christopher Columbus, the director of the original Home Alone and Home Alone 2, yeah? Uh, yeah? Not the piece of shit conqueror. So the director we're talking about has been quoted as saying, what about this reboot? A, Mr. Culkin left massive shoes to fill. Archie Yates is a promising young actor, but I don't know that he's up to the task. B, can't wait to see what they do with the potential of this property. Or C, it's a waste of time as far as I'm concerned. What's the point? You're not going to create lightning in a bottle again. And those are paraphrased. C. It is C. Yeah, he's like, why Why mm-hmm. would you? And... I mean, yeah, he's got it. He's got a point. The whole quote is longer, and it, like he does, he's not just like a big a hole. But he's that's not, the he's gist not just of it. flaming them for deciding to do this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jordan. Yeah, this makes how many movies in the Home Alone franchise? A four, B six, or C seven. Well, I know we 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 had just talked about it, and I think we said. We were talking about five, weren't we? Um, and neither one of those answers are five. Correct. Um, well, shit. You're off to a good start on this question. I'm going to say six then. Six? It is six. Yeah, you got Home Alone, one, two, and three. Uh, Home Alone, Take Back the House. And Home Alone, Home Again. It's not Home that. Alone, it your mama's at home. Home Alone, your mom left your ass. Because no one is efficient in these movies. I want to see like a like a drama version of Home Alone, where it's like like Home Alone, but like left in a I don't know, like in the middle of a war torn country or something like that. You know what I mean? Or like Home Alone, but you're left like at the vacation house that's just like a secluded cabin in the woods, and then it turns into a horror movie. Or just you know an HBO documentary look at the lives of low income families in oh, in a specific urban area. You know, <laughs> not to be gen- right. not to be generalist, yeah. but because <laughs> that's you know here's a yeah. question: Is it possible to do anything new with a Home Alone movie? Since you know, no. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I mean, I mean this one. This one tried it, which which we'll get to that. But yeah, it's it's no, it's not. Yeah, it's also these days like you don't just leave your kids like you're going through checking off your tickets and you're like, oh, whoa, missing one mm-hmm. at the gate, you know? Because mm-hmm. in the original, they like got milk on his ticket or something, and it went into the garbage can. The original did make me love my parents even more because I remember like y'all might you know. Call me every name in the book. Y'all might hit me, whatever, but like y'all never leave my ass. Yeah, I was like to my parents, I was like, y'all might never be able to afford this goddamn house or all of us going to Paris, but at least you'd remember to include me. Hey, it's like, what's a good plate with nothing on it? You know what I mean? Oh my God. Annie. Words to live by. We all remember the original Home Alone and arguably the better Home Alone movie, but... Do you remember how much the little Nero's pizza order cost at the beginning of the film? A, $105.98. B, $122.50. Or C, $201.32. And that is before tip. B, $122.50. It is B. Yay. All right. <laughs> that, was, that was so enthusiastic. Thank you. <laughs> well, 
excited when people get like my obscure questions right. Because, you know, who knows? That's what you're here for, man. You're trivia. You're here to probe us, you know? (laughs) I'm hoping that there's some Doctor Who connection to this movie so that we join us. Don't wish, don't wish, don't don't bring bring that into this. Holidays, goddammit. Don't. Which means there's going to be a special. Come on. (laughs) TJ. Mm-hmm. At the time of recording, so as of tonight, when I check this before coming up here, what is this film's current critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes? A, 18%, B, 43%, or C, 67%? A. It is A, 18%, 12 with audiences. Mm. Which I was like, it better rough. be 18%, because I swear to God, if anyone said 67%, I'd be like, who are you? Where's your mama? Can I slap her in the face? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. George. Yeah. Asling? Aisling? Aisling. Aisling B? Bay? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> She's a very <laughs> funny comedian, actor, and writer from Ireland, playing the poor mother in this movie who definitely should have left behind a list of children who needed to be accounted mm. for for that second flight. But do you know what her next project to premiere is? Special. Yeah. What enemy will the doctor be facing this holiday season? I love God. I I love God. (laughs) A, the Cybermen. B, the Silence. Or C, the Daleks. Um, what? What? The Cybermen, (laughs) the the Silence, or the Daleks? Yeah. Um. The Silence. The Daleks. Mm. But the silence, those are some creepy motherfuckers. And you know I'll that. tell you this, Jordan. If there's ever a, a Doctor Who question about, like, a special, the Time Lords and the Daleks are always at war. So, mm-hmm. like, I always mm-hmm. bet on Daleks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, you know. I, <laughs> it's just buzzwords, Jordan. You just got to memorize the buzzwords. <laughs> um, got it. I think. Or watch the series with me. <laughs> Look at maybe my feet hurt, and you know, maybe. <laughs> so prop them up on the couch. I'm we have lots of episodes to get through. Plenty all, of time to rest them. Sort of all broken up, you know. Oh, what? Yeah. You are not. You're just. You're just. You're just being salty. But all right. all right. After that, we've got TJ at two, Annie at one, and Jordan at one. Who's ready? All right. Oh, I wrote my note wrong. We've established that this is the sixth film in the Home Alone franchise, but only the first three were released in theaters. Closest while being closest, how much did all three films combined bring in at the box office domestically, not worldwide? And I will go to uh, Annie first. We'll wait, go alphabetical. Wait, all wait. How many films? So the first three were released in theaters. The first three. Gotcha. Jeez. <laughs> all together, a single total. Yes. I'm gonna guess two hundred million. <laughs> okay, okay. I have no idea where to even shoot for that. All together, gross domestically. No. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. George, you're up next alphabetically. I'll say 
Eight hundred million. <laughs> okay. <laughs> TJ. I'm going to say seven hundred million. Okay. Okay. Y- y'all gonna make me do math. Um, it is. <laughs> oh no! The person asking. Ninety million two hundred twenty-nine thousand two hundred seventy-four. So about five million. I think TJ is closest. Wait a minute. Oh, God damn it. Was 700 wait, million? Wait, what? No. Uh, and you said 200. What? And you said, you said 200? Yeah. I mean, I'm out. And then TJ said. I said, said two. Seven. TJ okay, said seven. So, TJ, you're and, 210 away. And. Oh, oh my God. Hang on. Hang what on. What was the actual the number, Kim? Four. Four. Four ninety. Two ten. So, Annie, you're 290 it's, away. Yeah. And I said, TJ, you were 210? Mm-hmm. All right. Goes to TJ. Hey. Hey, TJ, where's your, where's your wind music? Oh, wait, here it comes. Hold on. So it's not a complete Ooh. loss here of the Christmas extravaganza, which makes me no, happy. it's not. No. It's not. I mean, is anybody a loser for Christmas extravaganza? Tis yes, people who lose trivia, like I did last week. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, there are well, actual losers and winners, Kim. Or are we all winners in the Christmas season? No, we're not. Or are we? No. Merry Christmas, y'all. You can't you can't pop my joy bubble during this season unless like I don't know my packages don't arrive on time that could pop my joy bubble. I made you watch this movie that popped your joy bubble. Oh, y- y'all, I was mad. I was mad through this whole thing, and I was like, I don't know if I can watch this. If they just it's, here's another movie, but if they just talk to each other, they just talk to each other. <laughs> I think there are like, bigger problems than that. Yeah. And I yeah. also think that I, as an adult, if I suspect a child of stealing my item, and I could track that person's house down, pretty sure I could find her phone number or her Facebook and send a message. Problem solved. So, yeah, I was mad the whole time. But even that, mm-hmm. even that can't pop the Christmas joy bubble. Unpoppable. Mm. All right, TJ, play me out. Bye. All right. Um, congratulations, TJ, and um, yeah, and Annie. Uh, congratulations uh, as as well. That was a solid, solid trivia segment. Solid second place. Solid yeah. 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 Uh, I was trying to formulate the words as I was as I was saying. Yeah. Solid second place is better. All right. Home Sweet Home Alone, uh, the uh, 2021 uh, iteration. Uh, you can watch it now on Disney Plus if you want to um so it's directed by uh dan macer um written by mikey day uh who is uh of snl fame um and then uh streeter Seidel, um which as this is the thing any so this is one thing that tj and i have we're starting to notice a trend with these types of movies 
Um, when there meaning is usually these types more than meaning one. what? Like family movies. Bad. <laughs> like family movies, like when there are more than one, when there's more than one screenwriter, it's, it's typically a knock against it. Um, Interesting. Specific. Yeah, you're and, saying specific to this genre of like family kids movies. Yeah. That's kind huh. of what we're noticing. And I don't want to speak in a, you know, I don't want to speak in terms of like a monolith. Like I'm sure there no, are, sure. there's like the rare, the rare exception, but, and I don't know if it's like a lack of like unity and in, in, in vision or, or, or theme or, or narrative, whatever. But like you, you kind of, you can kind of tell like if, if it says written by and there's more than one name, Odds are it's it's it's, it's going to be a bit of a stink. If there's three or more, just throw that whole movie in the garbage. Yeah, yeah. too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, not enough seasoning, not a single spice between them. They well, haven't you know. licked the chicken to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, touche. You fit in great. Touché. You fit in great. Touche. You got to come back. You got to come back. <laughs> permanent, permanent colos. Uh, so uh, we're starting Update the graphic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just just fucking take me out. Um, <laughs> just 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 put an animated Annie head on on top of on top of uh, uh, my body there. That's not uh, starring Ellie Kemper. Ellie Kemper from uh, The Office fame. She was uh, Aaron uh, in The Office. She uh, had have, so she had her own show in her own right with the it was like Kimmy it was Schmidt big. show. Kimmy Schmidt, right? And so yes. yeah, 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 I never yeah. watched yeah. that show. But that's how I like. That's my reference of who Ellie Kemper mm. was. It like is. Really? So it was. It was odd. Like all of a sudden seeing her in in this movie. Yeah, and, and the Kim yeah, Schmidt crazy. humor was very much in the line of Thirty Rock humor. Yeah. So it was. It was like. It was like mm-hmm. reality, but like tilted a little bit. You know. But she also played like the same character for the most part. She played in The Office. That sort of mm-hmm. like, un. You know not finger not on the pulse you know what i mean not really understanding and understanding so she, i think she plays that character really well the same character she played in bridesmaids you know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. sort of that kind of like that a, not not aloof because like she's not like she's not mean but she's just she just she doesn't really know what's going on she's kind of oblivious she's kind of naive you know all that kind of stuff but um yeah we have uh rob delaney uh as well who played uh i can't remember his name but he's that guy in deadpool 2 who's like just just there you know what i mean he's the mustache guy Fucking love that movie. Um, we have uh, Archie Yates, uh, who's the little little kid, also from Jojo Rabbit. Um, and then kid is have, great. Uh, yeah, no, he really is. He really is. Isling B, Doctor Who uh, lady. We have Keenan Thompson, uh, Pete Holmes, mm. uh, Ali Mackey, and then uh, Chris Parnell. We also have a guest appearance uh, from uh, one. Jim. We have actually quite a bit of guest appearances here, but we have uh, Jim Rash. Uh, in it from uh, community fame for those of you who are who are mm-hmm. fans. Uh, you know, maybe Jim Rash is the reason why you want to watch this movie now. Uh, who knows? Um, so <laughs> I'm yeah, tired it, of Kenny uh, Thompson, I can tell you that. Uh, is See, this the most toned down I've ever seen Kenan Thompson? And maybe. here's the thing. It, I, was like, I was like, and look, you're still not that funny anymore. <laughs> it's just him. It's just Kenan Thompson. It, he has yeah. his thing, and that's what he does. <laughs> uh, yeah, Everybody I would, I would love there, to see some range to. from Kenan Thompson, but I don't think it's yeah. possible. No, it's been it's been the same. It's been the same. And Kel Mitchell's just waiting for his fucking phone to ring. You know, put Kel Mitchell <laughs> in the movie like this. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, it premiered uh, November twelfth uh, of this year um, on uh, on Disney Plus. Uh, like I said, did it come out of theaters? I don't know. Um, no. yeah, basically, uh, this movie, so here's the thing. 
I'm just going to go ahead and put this out on front street. I like this movie at the very beginning. Uh, I came into this movie with like arms crossed, like, you know, we don't need this. I really like the setup and I like the twist on the franchise. This movie essentially, and I think the big sort of, um, um, I guess, draw to this with the big sort of twist with this is that this is, this is the burglars air quotes, the burglars story, right? Like this is, this is from the perspective of the people breaking into the house. And I like that. See, to me, it felt like very much a smash together home alone one with Christmas vacation. Like, because they had, like you said, it's from the perspective of the parents who are trying to get all this shit done. Uh, A brother comes in and this time it's reversed because he's rich coming to his poor, quote unquote, poor brother's home and, you know, kicking up shit there. Um, And, you know, the interaction with the kids and everything. Um, And then you can, you literally see it go beat for beat in some instances, like, hitting those home alone one notes there's the filthier uh souls update (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know there's those you know the sliding on the the ice on the driveway so much ice sliding in this movie so much which was so much less excuse me it was so much less tenable in this movie because they could have just walked up the snow on the right hand side (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. that was i feel like yes which is what they eventually did (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like what are those? What are those? Uh, there's like an, an internet. Like there's some memes going around. Like how have white people survived this long? And as much as like infomercials of like you know the people like burning themselves on you know, doing like stupid shit in the kitchen. And it's like I feel like this movie was like that. Well, it's because the like, only people who are out to get white people are themselves. You know. <laughs> right. 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 Well, this was the, no. the, that. I'm, I'm glad that. And then you mentioned the things like why don't you just walk on the snow on the right or left of where you're trying to go, and. I sat down with my partner. God bless Boothang. God bless BT. Because he turned to me. He's like, you know what I'm actually mad about? I said, what? He's like, the disrespect for winter. <laughs> like the not understanding <laughs> wow. how, to, like, how these wow. people live in this atmosphere. And they don't know how to yeah. be like, oh, cool. Yeah. This pavement slippery. Let me walk on the thing that right. I've walked on. My, he's like, this common sense out the G-dang window. And I was like, mm. Yeah. Fair. And Jordan, I'm going to disagree with you that even at the very beginning, I hated this movie, <laughs> not because of the setup, but because of the lines were so well, no, it's poorly funny. It's poorly. So, but like I was I was kind of in I was I was in it for the setup at the very beginning. Now, mind you, it tanks quickly. You know what I mean? But like I was like, I kind of OK, let's see. Let's see where this goes. What were you going to say? Any? Well, my question is like. TJ, to your point about the lines, like where the script just sort of lets it down, it's like, is it is it that or is this is this them attempting to be funny in some instances and it's just falling flat? Like so much of that first parent introduction is so awkward. And mm-hmm, yeah. it's it that keeps happening. And I, the thought I had was like, is this a millennial comedy? Like I, I don't is think that it what is. this is? <laughs> I don't think it is. Because the whole entire time, that first interaction with the three of them at the top. So there's an interaction at the, where the couple's trying to sell their house and uh, the, the 
the young boy, the Kevin McAllister stand-in has to use the bathroom. So the mom's like, let's fake go into this open house. That way you can use that bathroom. And then he steps out and he sees this guy taking down these dolls or whatever. And that's like the whole entire setup. There's a doll that's worth $200,000 and the whole entire thing. And he thinks that the little boy steals it. But that whole interaction is where I was like, I'm out. Like I wanted to hard mm-hmm. eject there because I walked away from that interaction not liking a single person. I was like, I don't like anybody. This little boy is rude mm-hmm. as hell. That mama should have slapped him upside his face. Like she's rude to the to the grown ass man. That like your son's talking garbage and you ain't saying shit to your son right now. This is a, this is an adult. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he's up there and like entertaining. Like if I, I would have been like, I don't know you. Bye. Like I'm gonna walk mm-hmm. away. Like there's mm-hmm. th- and, and that whole. And then he would say things like, Oh yeah, I didn't get that much money for my own children. Like it was just like. Bad dad joke. Right. Why are you giving this kid a dad joke when he's sitting there actively insulting you? Like those things that I was just like, I walked away from that situation feeling like this is all forced exposition and I don't like a single character here. Well, they had to have that yeah. whole Frankenstein's monster exchange so that by the time the dad is like haggard and half dead, tra- you know, walking through the house, he can sound like mm-hmm. Frankenstein's monster. And you remember, right. oh, <clears throat> so smart. Damn, that paid yeah. off an hour yeah. later. Let's run through this plot really, really quickly. Um, um, because there's really there's before we go any further because there's and there's also not a lot to go through but yeah I mean you know TJ kind of hit it like we have uh, uh, we have uh, the this married couple uh, we have Ellie Kemper and Rob uh, Delaney playing Max and Jeff or sorry playing uh, Jeff and Pam McKenzie I, I apologize uh, Pam and Jeff they are sort of a couple that's down on their luck uh, Jeff just lost his job and Pam doesn't make enough so they have to sell their house uh, and then we have uh, Max and his mom. Uh, they, you said it right. They're on their way back. Uh, they're on their way to the family house. They're about to go to Tokyo for the holidays or some shit, uh, whatever rich people do. Um, and then he's like, I have to, you know, take a leak. And, and, and mom's like, God, blimey, you know, we'll stop over here. And then they, they went to this house. They go to this house that people are, are that Jeff and, and Pam are selling. Um, and yeah, we have this weird sort of interaction, uh, and I agree. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like anybody. And and for and for this, I think sort of twist to work. Um, you know, they should have made it to where we kind of sympathize or empathize empathize with um, the uh, the married couple with Jeff and Pam a little bit more. Um, there's this weird exchange with the dolls where like um, Jeff has all these old dolls. I can't even remember where he got them from. Like, is it where they're like his, his mom's mother. or his grandma's or some shit? Yeah, he gets all these old dolls, and and fucking Max is like, "Hey, what are these old old fucking things for?" And, and Jeff is like, "Oh, you know, whatever. These are my mom's." And then uh, Max's mom was like, "Oh, these are actually really expensive and shit." Um, and uh, you know, kind of plants that plants that seed. There's this one doll that has like this upside down. It's like a Silent Hill looking thing. It's like the heads all upside down. Yeah, uh, and it's and it's it's kind of creepy looking. Um, and then we have Jeff and Pam. So they leave. Uh, and, and Jeff's like, Oh, crazy. Uh, we have Jeff and Pam, uh, uh, Jeff's brother comes in. Who's, uh, uh, like vastly more successful, uh, than he is, but he has like a little shit bag son. Um, and, uh, and you know, a very aloof, uh, wife, uh, they're coming into town and it's just kind of fueling Jeff, uh, his, uh, his jealousy, his sort of, uh, sort of, you know, beating him while he's down and whatever. So he has this idea. He's like, I'm going to sell these dolls. He goes up to find the doll that's all fucked up because it's worth like $200,000. He thinks, Max took it. 
uh, there's an exchange where Max and his mom, ex- you know, they say they call each other like the like full name. Um, <laughs> which again, which, if I call my mama her full name in front of a stranger, man, I'd be dead. I would have got we, snapped. This show would not exist. Yeah, no. I, I yeah, which this, can we this, just this, comment this on like happen. how fucking ballsy do you have to be to enter an open house event just to, to use, use the, bathroom. the bathroom? Like, yeah. There's no Ladies, gas station. Not a fucking gas station. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they were on their way to McDonald's, <laughs> you know, yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that was her. That was her punishment to that kid. Was no McDonald's on the way home. They were yeah. on their way to yeah. McDonald's, so yeah. pull over. Yeah. Shit. So it, again, it's it is it is so much fucking setup, and 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 it, it is this point. The point where the dad, where Jeff is like, hey, I'm going to, I'm, you know, I, I think this kid, you know, took this doll. So I'm going to, you know, go to his house. He finds out where they live and stuff. He doesn't bother calling anybody. He doesn't bother trying to email anybody. He doesn't try to reach out Facebook, whatever the fuck it is. He's like, I'm going to go to their house. Um, go to their house. They're all going to Tokyo and stuff like that. And uh, uh, Max's mom left a little bit earlier. Uh, Pete Holmes is in charge of getting everybody, and we all know if you put Pete Holmes in charge of things, it's 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 going to fail miserably. Um, Which I, th- and then, I thought that this was interesting because hmm. it's not the parent that's in that's at fault in this one. So, like the mother right. in this in this movie is a completely you know sympathetic character. I disagree. You think so? And so that's that's the question. Is like she gets to go off and you know clearly didn't check on her son overnight. That's the thing that yeah, gets me. Yeah, yeah. Like the, their last interaction was her yelling at her son and being like, "You're not the only person in this house." Because yeah. we got and that then, same Home Alone one, like big family in the house, sixteen people, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. cluttered. Nobody's paying attention to Kevin, i.e., Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's the thing that got me. Like she yells at her son. Like, I don't know about you, like, parenting advice be damned. Like, if my mom yelled at me for any reason, even if she was mad at me, a couple hours later, she'd be like, hey, are we good? Are you good? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, Yeah, but she yelled at him and then she goes, darling. And I'm like, okay. Like, you know, shit right there, which they took forever. They took forever to explain how all, how these two people in a surrounded by, you know, American English speaking, uh, mm-hmm. you know, neighborhood, um, were there, why they were there. And it finally, we get one line where they're like, we just moved here two months ago, all our families in yeah. London, yeah. <laughs> which also it's like watching like, Clifford all over again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> also, they, they are incredibly <laughs> settled for only be there two months. That house is yeah. like, yeah. if you just moved there two months before Christmas, there's no way you're unpacking everything. There's no way that you have room set up with Lego. Like, no. the, the, there's like no that way you house. know how the McDonald's drive-through works either. Right. Cause it's backwards over there. Well, I, you know, it just makes me wonder, like, <laughs> Stupid. Was, did they just, Stupid. did they try this kid, Jojo rabbit out and be like, you know, okay, he can't do an American accent for shit. Like, let's just, maybe or, were they just maybe. cashing in on him as a little, you know, a pretty cool I think kid actor. Were. But yeah. then it also gets back to like, if they're using him as the driving factor for this movie, if he's the vehicle, the children that this movie is aimed at have not seen Jojo Rabbit. No, absolutely Correct. not. And, Correct. And, and that's the thing. It's like he was great in Jojo Rabbit, but like the material was already fucking great. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, 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 when it, this, I think just goes to prove that like, you know, the actors can be whatever, but if the material ain't right, it ain't right. Um, 
So uh, basically, y'all pretty much know where this is going. Um, they're like, we have to get this doll back. They never say the word doll. They always talk about it like that ugly little boy. That's how know? they have to. That's how they have to get it to work. They, for whatever yeah. reason, they decide to refer to this doll as an ugly little boy, so that the kid, Kevin McAllister, <laughs> faux Kevin mm-hmm. McAllister, um, yeah. um, doesn't realize that they're not after him. Which is the most asinine thing, like. I was Why like, wouldn't so, they call it a doll? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, I, the I fact that know. the word doll is absent from their vocabulary yeah. for 45 minutes made well, Pam, me want Pam to cut says off my it own once. nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pam says it once, but it's a moment where, where uh, uh, you know, Max isn't, 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 isn't present. Kevin Max Allister. As, yeah, as we'll Max. Yes, um, that's his name. I yeah, should call the character yeah. by his name. <laughs> oh, who should we? Shit? Fuck him. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> So, I don't know. I mean, um, I could call him Jojo Rabbit, and you know, honestly, that's giving him. Call credit. him Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, call him Jojo Rabbit. Fuck it. Um, but uh, yeah, but, you know, so so uh, uh, first off, like like uh, Jeff is trying it solo, trying trying to get in there. He overhears like what the alarm code is. He sees where they're doing the key. He fucking breaks in there. You know, what also, I mean? sets Jeff it off or whatever. Goddamn idiot. Yeah. Yeah. He ends up getting he, Pam involved. He messes, he messes up the alarm code once, but then the second time oh, he yeah. gets it right. Bro, yeah, no, well, that's it's, that's it's, later it's when they weird. go back. That first instance, I, which I kind of enjoyed, was like he turns the key in the lock, and you get mm-hmm. his imagination of sirens going off and a dog barking and then so it it looks like a cop car is coming at him this this dog's coming at him and then it flashes back to reality where it's just like a regular neighborhood street and you just get to see him for the coward that he is (laughs) i like that i'm just watering their pants plants i'm just feeding their dog whatever the fuck he's doing he's like walking up yeah i'm watering their i'm watering their dog plants yeah yeah yeah. this actor this actor has a i know her i'm her friend (laughs) right right and he says her full name. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there, like, there were m- like small bright spots like that that were like yeah. kind of chuckle worthy, but they were just too few and far between. Um, he ends up getting Pam uh, roped in on the scheme because Pam has this sort of moment with herself where she envisions she's like, I can't sell the house. You know, oh, and like the kids don't know that the house is getting sold, but then like the kids do know. So it's like, why did you even bother with this? You know, my parents you know, are acting like they have bones. a personal trainer now. But you know what? I know yeah. something's weird. It's like they, yeah, yeah they it's, it's the Keenan right. Thompson of it all, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, because yeah, I don't yeah. ask my parents anything. I obey right. blindly. Right. Oh and so uh, she's like, "We're gonna, we're gonna, we're we're getting this fucking doll." You know, fuck it. And then Pam goes even harder in it than than Jeff does. But it's it's you know same song same song different dance they I have a question they're trying for to break into this house here though what yeah so when Pam says uh, we're gonna go get this doll she turns to her family and they say where are you going she's like to go get milk and they're like you have tons of milk you're set for milk the milk gag didn't read as funny to me it read it to me as like are y'all some like doomsday preppers who like have your fridge full of they had almond milk. They had silk. They had uh, like six things mm-hmm. of milk in there. I was like, "Did we actually y'all? get a get a view of their fridge?" Yeah. yeah oh shit! A I didn't see of that. Milk products in there. Oh. Yeah, and they I had think... several. And so, and the, this is my this is what my thought was. Y'all hmm. struggling to pay your mortgage. 
But y'all keeping every dairy farm in America alive. Osteoporosis mm. is common for everybody. <laughs> no, <laughs> They're like, our no. kids need strong bones. <laughs> All right. Well, it's like there's these weird, like that, to me, if, if that were in a, like a smarter movie, it'd be like, oh, they lie about going to get milk a lot. You know what I mean? They, 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 they go to do some shit and they come Make back. Make it like, like a, a sex joke between the parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. And like there was one moment where, where uh, TJ, you pointed this out that uh, um, uh, BT uh, noticed that the uh, registration of the car was out. And it's like I joked. They're like, oh, that's environmental storytelling. They're too broke to fuck. It. It's not environmental sort of storytelling, clearly, but like it could have been. But like by this point, like I just didn't give a shit because what follows is these you know, two idiots, you know, it's so much like slipping and sliding on ice and shit. And there's this, there's this, there's this like overlong segment of them trying to climb over a fucking wall. Wait, and wait, wait. Okay. Like, How? So we miss, we miss two things. Number one, buzz. Don't know. Oh, right. We didn't miss that because there's nothing to be had. There. No shit. Because that's my comment. Is like, where the fuck does Buzz go? He just like I blinked and yeah. he was gone. He's um, like, uh, my brother calls the cops every year and says that I'm pranking. So you should not pay attention to anybody calling tonight, mm-hmm. saying that someone's breaking into a house because that's how policing yeah. works. Right. Exactly. It's like Kevin McAllister has turned into like the Riddler or some shit. He's like, hey, every night, this night, he fucking calls. Yeah. And then the other side of this this stuff was I was really obsessed with the brothers family. Um, because like when they number one, they have a like a Christmas sing along where the brother's wife, um, Allie Mackie, I think is her name, mm-hmm. I, uh, is singing for the family, and I wrote down the lyrics. It Ooh. said, "Oh shit!" It said, "Christmas is a time of cheer, but not for boys and girls who live in fear." <laughs> And then, you know, this is this is a montage of her singing interspersed with some yeah. other scene in the movie. And then the next full line was, in a world full of famine and wars, we all need a little more Santa Claus. What? They didn't even try to write good songs. No, wow. exactly. It was like, it was just her singing in the middle of the family. Um, and that was just bizarre to me. Um, <laughs> just a real moment of what. And the other yeah. thing was, the daughter at one point. So while while Pam and Jeff um, make their their nighttime excursion on Max's house, um, the daughter is their daughter is at a choir, like a church choir thing, mm-hmm. um, and the brother. There's a there's a real like thirty second like less than thirty second shot of him filming the daughter from up close right in front of the choir like he got up out of the church pew walked up behind the like in front of the conductor <laughs> and was like filming this girl on yeah. his phone. Oh, we also for can't the parents she, to look at. <laughs> we also can't forget that she was actively wearing something not in uniform with anyone else because her ass is special for what. Because her uh, the brother's wife wanted to buy her a nice dress. <laughs> I know, and I'm just like every every other motherfucker in a black turtleneck with a sash on because they got the memo. And your ass is like, I'm gonna be sparkly today. I yeah. was like, what? 
How I is just, she important? I was just amazed that like that that dude was just up there in front of everyone, in front of everyone's big star moment, and yeah. he's just like two inches away from someone's face. Yeah. That just proves that wow. these that these people have raised some selfish ass kids. Well, right. and what a thing to include. It's just like yeah. why was that why was that scene shot? We could have shaved we could have saved two men to movie. <laughs> yeah. I think that was something like they probably thought that was really funny, you know what I mean, like to them and I, and I, and it, and in 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 some cases it is. I mean, you know, I I do think that and I can't, I'm blanking on his name, but he's also in Veep. You know what I mean? He plays uh uh Paul Ryan in in, in Veep. He's this really, you know, that really tall dude. Like I think he's a genuinely funny guy. Um, and I think he, for me, and this isn't saying much, but him and his whole, his family, I think were like the standouts in this movie for me. And like, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be that way. You know, mm. like I, I, I laughed more, you know what I mean? At them in the same way that like Adam Scott and stepbrothers, you know what I mean? Like that mm. ridiculously like obnoxious, you know what I mean? Like sibling. You know what I mean? And like his family dynamic, like it's just, it's, it's, it's funny to me. Um, and I like that actor a lot, like I say, but yeah, like th- that shouldn't have been the standout uh, in this, uh, in this, in this. But movie. it was but, those um, moments that I was like, oh my God, those were the moments that got me the chuckle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and again, it's, it's so, I love it in comedies where we have something like that, that is not like that moment where he is zooming in on her with the phone. And it's like, that's not highlighted. He's not even in focus. No, no, it's in the background. It's 10 seconds in a montage of that. Them like traversing the wall into the wrong house. Don't forget that the first house they break into is a nice African-American family. um, Mm -hmm. That No, they they ain't nice. They deaf. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. You're gonna crash into like, someone's playhouse hey. in their backyard. You're gonna yeah. open their door and you can't yeah. hear nothing. You can't hear not nothing. So, yeah. That ain't the black house. I'll tell you something. If it creaks down the hallway, <laughs> I'm turning my head and we all silent and we like, shut up, what happened? Mm-hmm. You ain't well, jump yeah. no. Mm-mm. They they open so, that door. Pam and Jeff open that door mm-hmm. and a woman is literally walking by as yeah, as they break into oblivious. this house. And, so, and, 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 and what is it like grandpa grandpa's reading like peter pan or something and yeah, like and, and that house is lit up like it like every every light in the house is on yeah like you i'm Which just like wouldn't fly did nobody fly feel the breeze house. come in yeah. did nobody feel the uh, a gust of wind <laughs> shut the back door yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. these, Which, they were also in the backyard talking loud as they want to but you could, i swear i was like this some dumb ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Pam so, and Jeff are, are incompetent to say the least. But like, you really had to. Everybody, everybody in this movie was incompetent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like they're all they're all citizens of like the neighborhood in WandaVision, and like uh, we're just we're we're watching you know Christmas in WandaVision. But yeah, so they end up they end up leaving that that wrong house, and they walk through, and there's like what is it? They walk over like a pool, and they like almost drowned, but not mm-hmm. really. And then like a kid, the, the kid sees him and he's like, Hey grandpa, they're drowning. And grandpa's reading Peter Pan. He's like, they're, 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 drowning, drowning. they're flying. They're flying. <laughs> and it's like, how the fuck, like how stupid can you be? You know, like I, I, I don't know. Anyway. So, um, no, but like, no, nah, yeah, grandpa, they, I hear what you're saying. There's two white motherfuckers in our backyard. <laughs> drowning in the pool. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> So, um, they're trying to, they keep trying to get into this house. And meanwhile, we have, uh, Max's mom, who's like, 
Pete Holmes, you fucking idiot. Like you left my kid at home alone. I gotta, I gotta get back. So we have that whole, you know, sort of, sort of thing, which by the way, I forgot to mention this, um, with, with my fun facts, but we have that exchange uh, with mom at, at the airport, you know, at the airport talking to the, uh, talking to the clerk or whatever about getting on the same exchange in the original home alone. There are plenty who believe that Elvis is in the background. Uh, if you watch, uh, hmm. when, um, when she's talking to the, um, to the, uh, when Catherine O'Hara is talking to the airport clerk, uh, there's like someone with a beard in the back and the beard apparently looks like fake. There are people who think that that's like Elvis who should have been, you know, <laughs> long wow. dead. Then. but vice yeah, yeah, has yeah. an article on that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it, it's a thing. They're like, yeah, that was Elvis in the background of, of home alone as if he didn't have anything else better. Like that's how he makes, he his, was dead his, at that point, return. my friend. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But people, people legit think people legit think that Elvis was, was in the background. Dude, like people, QAnon expects JFK Jr. to be alive, you know? So I don't. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> and apparently, apparently Tupac is in, is in this one, but you know, anyway. Um, so we have, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of the same old thing, you know? Uh, Max is like, no, these motherfuckers ain't taking me. And he has this montage of like, you know, oh, I'm setting up all these things. You know, I mean, to get them, they're, they're going to come back in the house. Meanwhile, uh, Jeff and Pam uh, sort of devise this whole thing where Jeff is going to come in as Santa and, you know, sort of be like, hey, he's going to think I'm St. Nick. And it's like, which again, no, how stupid do you think? Won't. Yeah. Rich yeah. kids don't believe in Santa Claus. Yeah. They like, see no, mommy and daddy's won't. purse. So yeah, because uh, they go home for a little bit, right? Like they make a couple of yeah they they make a couple of t- attempts, like one in the day when they first in- get introduced to Buzz, you know, McAllister, right. and then right. they go back at night and have that whole thing, and then they go home, and then they come back. <laughs> And then they go home, and then they go back. <laughs> the home part is where that ridiculous Christmas thing, like caroling, singing thing yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, just to sort of wrap this up, they end up, you know, going in there, and, and Max fucking shoots them with pool balls and Mentos-filled Diet Coke cans and Which, fucking tries to bottle? burn. When you when someone throws a bottle of soda at yeah. you, you don't kick it three times hoping it'll yeah. do something. Yeah. It's not a goddamn puppy. And then, <laughs> it ain't going to do tricks finally, for you. Yeah. And then they finally are like, hey, wait, stop. We're not here for you. Hmm. You know what I mean? We're here for this doll. And then the movie, like, twist really like so so both pam and jeff are fucked up beyond repair right they are yeah jeff is missing a tooth jeff pam is should all, have, her hair's all fucked up jeff should have brain damage at this point like they make Absolutely. a in the in the little epilogue part of this movie they make a specific comment i'm like oh it's amazing i don't have any neurological damage mm-hmm. that man gets hit by a pool ball to the head followed by at least 10 slams of a door on his head <laughs> That yeah. He got hit in the head with a sack of flour. Two sacks. Fo- two sacks mm-hmm. of flour followed by a gallon of milk. Like, milk. <laughs> you know, yeah. this man should not be functioning very well. No, he shouldn't. He shouldn't, he shouldn't be. be. There's a whole lot of things I was like, so, what the? Yeah. Y'all bold. Right. So they have this weird fucking forced Sally, Jesse, Raphael, like, hey, man, I'm here for you. Like, 
your mom left you home alone. Oh, honey. Like, bam, just turns and it, it's so fucking strange, right? She's like, yeah. she's all fucked up. She has darts coming out of every which way. You know, Again, she's like, come here. The give children me a hug. in these movies are sociopaths because the second he attached tax to the end of Nerf darts, I was like, that kid ain't trying to hurt no. That kid ain't trying to hurt nobody. He's trying to kill a motherfucker. Yeah. And how so, how her face is okay like 24 hours later, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucking weird. Like, she'd be like bleed. She'd look like some fucking, you know, Japanese horror movie character. You know, I'm just bleeding <laughs> out the face. And so, uh, and every, you know, they're like, okay, fine, you know, whatever. Like, we were just looking for this doll. They end up going back to their house and having this kid over, uh, having Max over. Um, and, uh, Holly, apparently who is, um, uh, Max's brother's piece of shit kid stole the doll. Like he had the doll the whole time and he, they fucking rescue it from him. He's like throwing it and they get it. And it's, it's fucking stupid. By this point I was like, I'm fucking done. Um, and then, um, we flash forward to one year later where, uh, you know, obviously they sold, they sold the doll. They get their house back. They're fine. They don't have to move. They paid for all the mortgage no, and all this no, other bullshit. No, no, This is the thing that happened when they sold the doll. And this is what pissed me off. I was like, how much did you owe in your house? Because it obviously wasn't that much and y'all just weren't, like, smart. They're like, we paid off our mortgage. We took a family on a vacation to Europe. We were able yeah. to get his teeth fixed. I'm like, $200,000 does not go that far. No. no. Well, it was clearly in service of needing to explain, like, what happened with Jojo Rabbit and his mom, right? Because the end of the, you know, present movie time is um, Max is with Pam and Jeff's family and the mom comes and gets him from there. And then she goes, she takes Max back to their original house to see what ruin it's in because he has fucked up. He has <laughs> fucked a up. completely logical story here, mom. Right? No, and then not. it's cut to one year later. And so you sort of hear that, like, they have kind of admitted to what has happened. Um, I guess they they part of that two hundred thousand some odd dollars paid for the remodeling of um, Max's home. It sounds like so. But I that guess home they was so expensive. Up. But that home is so expensive. Yeah, that the whole two hundred thousand well, dollars would have gone to the remodeling of that. Oh no shit! Yeah. And and here's and here's the thing. I didn't need any of this movie. I especially didn't need this fucking epilogue. Exactly. Hold on. You know what I mean? Can I? I can, like, can I? I want to get that just, on a t shirt. No, I, I was like. I was like, just fucking end, just be fucking done. Like if I don't want to get that on a later, I never needed. I didn't need there's any this, of this movie. <laughs> yeah, there's this, there's this, but there's this moment where they're legit. Like it's like it's like fucking corny. Like oh ha 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 ha. Like they're all fucking laughing and like oh it's yeah. It's the like, Disney of it. It's the Disney. It is. God, it is so fucking dumb. And that's and and that's it. So that's that's Home Sweet Home Alone. If they, you know, if we wanted to really yeah. like. Sorry, Jordan, you you glitched as as a oh as yeah a, no as you're I started good. talking that was my bad yeah um no um <laughs> now I've lost it um anyways thoughts TJ <laughs> my thoughts are as follows um I text Jordan halfway <laughs> through it and I said I don't know if I can finish it hmm. and he told me I didn't have to and I said no I'm gonna stick it out but um. I had to turn to Boothang, turn to BT, and I said, I promise you we do watch good movies. <laughs> <laughs> because 
the, another thing, he had never seen Muppet Christmas Carol, which is a banger. And I didn't tell him that we were watching Muppet Christmas Carol because I thought he had already seen it. And so, like, uh, I was just like, every movie he has sat down and watched with me has not been great, except for Monster House. Except for Monster House. Oh, he didn't watch Monster House with me. God damn it. Um, there was some movie that we're like, all right, this was decent. Uh, Paranorman. Paranorman. It was Paranorman. Uh, but all that to say, if I could buy a physical copy of this movie, I would do it to throw it in the fire to roast chestnuts over, hoping that it'd be good kindling. So that way something good would come from this production. Because right now, I feel like someone shit in my eyes and the feces has seeped into my brain folds. And it's, <laughs> and it's never going to... like. I feel like someone has to like power wash my brain to get the shit I saw out of it. You know he means it because yeah. he said feces. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I did. I was just like, this Annie, is god awful. Annie, what what do you think? What are your what are your thoughts on watching this? I think you know, I mean the base question is, you know, just how original can another home alone be, right? You know, half of the reason why we're here is because we know what this, the whole setup is going to be, right? <laughs> a kid, somehow a kid has to be left alone and hijinks ensue. Um, and there were, I think, you know, some, a few like bright glimmers in this movie with like the brother and his family. And then, I mean, we didn't talk about the uh, Max and his whole montage of being at home alone, right? Like mm-hmm. he get there's a drag moment where he tries on his mom's dress and heels he has a Scarface moment with the M&Ms where he literally is wearing a tuxedo and face plants. <laughs> it was very blank check. It was very blank check. Yeah. Yes, very. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, there were some, you know, I guess moments in that regard. But, like, I think Jordan hit it on the head. You know, we didn't need this movie. And I'd be really interested to hear about budget versus return on – you know what this looks like. Well, have um, they been issuing the return of Disney Plus original movies? That's the question, right? Like, oh, what does that even yeah. mean in the in the yeah. streaming, you know, era? How do you how do you even calculate that um, in terms of quote unquote box mm. office returns? I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's I don't just know. views. I mean, Can I just say that Common Sense Media gave it a three out of five? Hmm. Which Common Sense Media is all about, like. Let's keep it good for the kids. It has a positive message, and the no, violence no, is okay, no, and there's no, no drinking and drugs, not. and it doesn't push sex. Yeah, that's what comes. Yeah, so yeah, there yeah, was no um, swearing. That's for sure. Yeah, what do they say? Uh, he gets bullshit. With- <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, oh yeah. Before in front of that elf in the shelf thing. Yeah, yeah, Common Sense says franchise returns with slapstick violence played for laughs. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, this movie this movie just shouldn't have been made. And and this is one of those movies where, like, I, and it's like, how much money did they waste 
on this. I mean, you know, we heard it in trivia, and I, I didn't know that uh, that Christopher Columbus had, had said that, but yeah, he, he's absolutely right. Like, you can't get lightning in a bottle twice. You know, the original Home Alone is classic. You like it just it it, it can't be redone. Um, rebooted or or anything unless you're trying to they had some like gritty kind of for laughs kind of short reboot with Macaulay Culkin like I think some years back <laughs> and like that's that's okay but like actually trying to make this you know the resources that it took to make this movie I just I don't know and like even it, it didn't even feel like a, enough of a love letter there there is that moment we didn't talk about it there's that moment where um, the brother they're watching. It's like a sci- It's like a mm-hmm. space fantasy version of like the original, you know, that, that film that Kevin McAllister is watching. Mm-hmm. And then the brother's like, I don't know why that was starting to remake the classics. So, you know, it'll never be as good and stuff. And it's like, it's yeah, the, the, second they said that, bro, the second they said that, yeah. This, oh yeah. The classics are always better than the remake. Sounds like, Oh, Oh wow. It's like you made up that line because you read the script finally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Breaking the fourth wall. Why don't you? Right. Well, and they did it with Charlie's angels with LL Cool J. He's like, here we go. Another movie made off of a, another dumb movie made off of a, a classic TV show. It's like, I hate it when, when they do that shit. That's the thing. Um, I would have much rather seen all of that money devoted to an, a like a new idea of a Christmas movie. But you know, yeah. I think that that's this is just part and parcel of kind of re- reboot culture in general right now, right? It's mm-hmm. the big blockbuster movies. Not that this is a blockbuster movie by any uh, means. Uh, yeah, are all right. you know. Right. <laughs> Number four, five, six, seven <laughs> of mm-hmm. something else. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're not in a heyday of that anymore. I also got sad that uh, this was one of those few movies. I was like, man, I wish every performer in this movie was a no name. Like, <laughs> like I was like, I wish no one of any sort of like, like I wanted this to be everyone's first movie. Right. So I could be like, oh, you started off with Home Sweet Home Alone again. Not like, oh, you had your own show on Netflix and now you're in Home Sweet Home Alone again. Do you, I wonder if they do that to sort of, since this came out on a streaming platform, you know, do they put it, make it chock full of quote unquote names or household names in that regard? One, to attract the adult audience, you know, alongside the child one. Um, and two, to try and separate it from like, especially at this time of year from like the lifetime and hallmark, you know, run of the mill movies. (laughs) Well, well, I'll say that. I think that a lot, we watched this movie not because of the people in it. We watched it because of the name and the IP, right? Yeah. And so we would have been drawn to this if a cow was playing the mother and like a, <laughs> a rooster was the father and they were being attacked by turkeys on a Thursday. Like, I, you know, like we would have been like, oh, okay, this is what they That's decided. That's the plot of an actual movie, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, we would have been like, okay, we're drawn to this because of the IP. I don't think they had to do it. I, I think that. I think that Disney had money and that somebody and that everybody's agent in that room was working real hard to get them some jobs post pandemic. I think that's what happened. And it's a vehicle for, you know, Max, Jojo Rabbit, you know, I think he, he He's can't in the movie less of the least of all the stars though. That is so true. Jordan, you, you said it at the and, top, like it's about Pam mm, and Jeff. It's not about Max. Yeah. No, it's not. And, and, and here's the thing, like, and, and, but, and, and you mentioned it too, Annie, where it's like, 
you know, Jojo Rabbit was, you know, it, it was really big and, you know, people, you know, recognize him, him from that. And TJ, you touched on this. It's like, but kids don't recognize him from that. So right. I think like including him in there was trying to get people from our generation, like to buy into this thing, you know, um, as, as well as everybody else, you know, like, uh, 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 you know, Rob Delaney, it's like, what is it? He got, he got, you know, really popular after, after Deadpool too. Um, yeah. and rightfully so. And I, th- I think the dude is a genuinely funny actor. Um, same thing with Ellie Kemper, you know, like is so many people that were like, you know, from our, like, you know, placating to our generation. Um, and that's, that's why, why I like wanted this- to know, like, is this, is this a millennial comedy? Like, is that why the jokes are awkward and it's that I the relationship so. and I, that's to me is just like, that's the problem with millennial comedy. But yeah, <laughs> I think so. I, th- I think, I think this is, this, this is a like, Hey, millennials, you now have kids. Yeah. You know what I mean, so like watch this movie with your kids and y- everyone's going to enjoy it. I so mean, did you, you Jam legacy? Did you watch it What's with your that? kids? No, no. Okay. Absolutely. No, I didn't. I didn't. And <laughs> um I'm not going to subject them, you know what I mean, okay. to this. Um Yeah, like well, that, that they kind of logic they Jordan is what Space Jam Legacy was built off of. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um you know, there're just certain things like I just I, I I've seen way more um, bad remakes and reboots than unnecessary ones. Um, this was an unnecessary one, um, and my my rating of this I mean fuck I hate to do it because it's it's the holidays and everything. Um, this is I guess is a zero out of ten. A lot oh, of wow. zeros out of tens this season for me. Mm-hmm. It's just like it was zero out of ten in the fact that like just don't bother. You know what I mean? Just like don't <laughs> like don't don't even don't even bother. Like you ha- you have the original one available to you. Watch that one instead. Um, I I, I kind of maybe want to give it a one out of ten just for the few bright spots in there. Uh, but yeah, this is this is dog shit. Um, yeah, avoid it. Andy, avoid what's it. your rating? Um, I will put it. I'll put it on. You know, a one pool pool ball out of ten. <laughs> Mm. Um, oh, she just, went back to the old school rating. Remember how you used to do that? We used to do like uh, the, uh, uh, holy she shit. said, bring it back. Holy shit. Okay, hold on. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. So I got, I got, I got zero uh, 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 fucking, uh, I don't know, uh, useless brother cops out of 10. I don't know. There we go. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and yes, 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 I mean, okay. I, I think I put it at one instead of zero because I agree with you totally, Jordan, that like, Number one is available to you. Just watch that. Like that's that's the right. only part of this franchise that I think um, is a must is a must see in that regard. Um, but I mean, like we said, there are those small little moments. You know, I still have to say, like people tried. I didn't. <laughs> I don't feel like anybody was phoning it in in that regard. It felt. It felt you know, honest, I guess, at, in terms of filmmaking. So, you know, go see that kid. He's at least cute and fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I still think it was dog shit in the face, but <laughs> I'm going to give it a one out of 10. And this is the only reason is because I'm one, one giant kid, 
burying his face in candy like Scarface out of 10. Um, because there were like three moments where I genuinely laughed and I was like, damn it, they got me. Uh, and you know, one of those moments was that terrible Christmas song. <laughs> and I was like, this is so bad. I know. And I love that you wrote the lyrics to it down. Yeah. Annie. Like I love, I love, I love that you got to share those lyrics with us. I was just, I- I was so amazed, you know, number one, that second, that second little refrain or whatever you want to call it doesn't even fucking rhyme. Like, and it's also very dismissive of like, poor people yeah. don't get to have Christmas. <laughs> it's like, because right. like she follows that up by something along the lines of like, so that's why we have to give toys for Christmas. Um, yeah. But that next line, I mean, in a world full of famine and wars, <laughs> just <laughs> champagne liberal all the way, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that. So I'm, I'm giving it. I'm giving it one kid bearing his face in candy like Scarface, simply because there are a couple moments I was like, "This is too okay." That was kind of funny though. But like, um, uh, so yeah, that's 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 my rating. Yeah. I definitely. I don't well, think I just that- want Oh no, we all oh. got things to say now. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. No, mine is probably the least important. So you go ahead. And- no, I was just going to say, I think I, I definitely gasped along with some of those big falls that Pam right. and Jeff had. I mean, woof. When those when they hit the <laughs> ground, like um, you said it, TG, the kid's a sociopath on a level. Like you don't make a, what is essentially a potato gun for pool balls unless you're trying to kill someone. And a pool Murder. ball straight to the cranium is going to kill mm-hmm. a fucker. Like that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh I will tell you this, Jordan. I don't think I need to rate this along with the other Home Alone movies because sure. I don't want this to be in the uh like for me, Home Alone 2 is better than Home Alone 1 just because <laughs> I like the ending of Home Alone 2 it goes 2-1 and then everything else after that was superfluous and unnecessary. Hmm. Annie, what about you? Where does this rank in your Home Alone experiences? Yeah, I, I mean, for me, having seen the first, the second, and then this one, this is definitely at the at the end of it. Um, I put, you know, number one as my favorite just because it's, you know, it's the original. It's what establishes all of the conceits, all of those moments where you suspend your disbelief. And once you get past that, um, you know, you, you kind of know what to expect from all the rest. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for me, oh man, this is going to be a tough one. Not <laughs> fucking. It's like it's yeah, it's, it's one two, and then like a bunch of other shit, and then mm-hmm. and then and then this one. This one just shouldn't have been made. You know what I mean? It just shouldn't have been made. So I'm glad the actors got paid, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> How many toaster strudels do you think they can buy off of the? Uh, Boy, ain't nobody worried about them one? goddamn toaster strudels. I swear to God, we're more worried about mm-hmm. your itchy ass feet. <laughs> my feet are fine i put some more of that pink shit on them so um well annie thank you thank you so much for for joining us this has been an absolute joy and um, you're crushing guys. the game you're killing the game thank mm-hmm. you guys mm-hmm. i really i really had a good time um yeah. if you ever want to have me back i'm more than down to do so oh so, uh, yeah absolutely thank uh, you very don't much don't threaten us with a good time yeah no <laughs> absolutely we will we will uh we look forward to having you back uh for for season three as we talk about yeah. Some uh some more movies. Um cool. But yeah, anything anything you'd like to you'd like to say to the people before before this episode plays out. Stay crispy.
Ooh. Oh shit! Oh damn, that was. That, her voice was crispy when she said that. She said, "Stay like, crispy." Said, that was damn. I don't know if I can do it again. After, you know what I mean? Like, how do you? How I don't have a mic to drop, but mic drop. How do you, how do you, you know what? Wow. Even Holy after that, you know, shit. this is what I'm going to say. Folks, you know to rate us. You know where to get, you yeah, know how to hit us up. You, yeah. you go, to our, go to our show notes. You know how to get in contact with us. I ain't doing the spiel because she just fucking killed the game, y'all. I have y'all. chills, she, bro. I have legit I got, chills. Danny, okay. I got, I got one final question for you as we, as we fade out. Hit me with it. Now that you have uh, uh, partaken and the experience that is Jordan and TJ. Which one's your favorite now? <laughs> ah, you ain't got to answer that. I know it's me. It's fine. I love you both for the laugh. So thank you very much. Oh, she said she loved much. me for the laugh. I ain't Damn never been. That's the most backhanded. <laughs> hey, man, this isn't about your validation. It's about mine. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Oh, damn. She's... She's crispy, Joy, all right. Oh, Joy, shit. you need to, like, I'm going to say this. You need to take some notes because she's coming with different singers. Grown Men Watch Kid Shit is a Moon Street Media podcast. Intro and outro music was created by MPC. We are proud members of the Outlet Productions podcast network. Want to find us online? Check out our social media links in the show notes.